my greatest advice to you as an entrepreneur is to let the things that you think are going to tear you down be your catalyst for your next up level. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you are here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally, and achieve your dreams. And you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. I am so happy to be recording today. As you guys usually know, I get pretty far ahead with the podcasts, and over the last couple weeks, I've been really ahead just because I had guests on, and I was really far planned out in my content, and I was doing great. But this is the 52nd episode of the podcast, and I have never missed a week, which means this is my one-year anniversary podcast. I cannot... I just simply cannot wrap my head around the fact that I've been doing this podcast for a year. I'm so proud of myself for never missing a week. Of course, in a year, there have been some high highs and low lows, and even in those lows, I've never missed one, and it's so great to have you guys holding me accountable to showing up each week and providing you something of value (laughs) and an all-around message of intentional living, and it's just been such such a crazy journey in watching this podcast grow. I've had just recently hit a couple milestones with the podcast and it's, it's really been growing rapidly the last like month or so. So it's just, again, so great to be able to show up for you guys and I love it. And it's just such a great outlet for me to express kind of unfiltered, I guess you could say, the topics for the week. You know, the blogs are really coordinated and I outline them and the podcast is just kind of where I free flow. And I'll be honest with you guys, in the beginning, I definitely had like elaborate bullet points. And I don't know if you can hear that in my voice, the not necessarily like reading from a script, but reading from a bullet point and then just elaborating on that. But I would say over the last two, three, maybe even longer months, especially definitely since I moved back to the city, that, you know, I just kind of sit down with the mic, meditate and just let let the process flow. And I get into such a vibe with the the topics because I've seen such growth in my content and a lot of you guys have said the same thing so just hearing that has meant so much to me and I've just gotten so many recent comments saying thank you for showing up and saying this this is what I needed to hear and you know knowing that what you're going through is certainly something you're not alone in and even if you don't know anyone in your you know immediate circle going through something similar there's always someone who can relate to something. And that's a really powerful thing because we know that we're not alone in the world. And I feel like my goal with this podcast is to have you guys show up and know that the person listening to this, however far away from you at the exact same time is is relating to you and knows what you're feeling. And even if you can't connect, that's exactly what this platform is for. That's exactly what this brand is for to bring together a community of strong-minded, like-minded dreamers and give you guys a place to express those dreams. So anyways, (laughs) my long-winded introduction. My point in saying all that was I, I began on this note that I usually have podcasts recorded out early and I was kind of dreading this podcast because I knew I wanted it to be a special episode given that it's the one year anniversary of the podcast. And I wanted to talk to you guys about my overall entrepreneurship journey. And last week, 
I was getting ready to record the podcast and I felt like I wasn't going to be able to be honest with you guys. It was right after my mom had left and I'll be honest, I was having a rough couple days because I missed her so much and it's just been really hard being away from my parents again. But I was literally sat down, had the mic ready, Audacity was pulled up, I was about ready to hit the record button and I was just like, no, I can't do this, I don't know what I'm going to say and I feel like it'll, it would have ended up being almost like a self-guided therapy session (laughs) rather than like a podcast for you guys to learn from. (laughs) So I decided to give it a couple days. I went through a really big like meditation and and just kind of, you know, let things unfold as they should have over the last several days. And over the weekend, I, you know, did my thing. I got, I felt much more put together. I felt happier. Honestly, lately I've been waking up with a lot of anxiety and it's just kind of, it's just been a lot because not only has it been anxiety inducing itself, but it's made me really angry because I didn't understand why. And I've been really working hard to just really work through that instead of just showing up for the business. You know, I'm really trying to just show up for myself right now and let the business stuff just kind of flow out of me naturally rather than forcing it. And that's been really helpful because in some ways, and I guess this is just a great way to begin this entrepreneurship conversation in some ways, now that I know I've been doing this for so long, it's it, some content and some things have felt forced that I've begun to resent them. And that's not the point of this. That's not what I'm here to do. I want to show up for you guys in the best way possible. And that means that I have to be authentic in, in all the content I'm publishing and all the work that I'm doing. And if I'm resenting it, then I'm not being authentic. So it let me take a step back and realize like where I maybe needed to take a pause and just step back from the content itself and what I'm pushing out. Because I think that, you know, most people have a really strong intuition in where you can feel where something's being forced or it just doesn't feel natural or really not speaking from the heart. And I don't ever want to show up that way for you guys with this like inauthentic even desperate energy of listen to me, listen to me because I, you know, I I didn't know what I was saying at the moment. So I took a step back. I gave myself a couple days and now I'm recording this on Monday. So it's only two days before it comes out. And I feel so much better and so much more happy that I waited because now I, I have a tiny little sticky note of the points I want to hit. And I'm really excited to dive into this conversation because I feel like I'll be able to be honest with you guys in a way that I can reflect on my own journey without, like I said, having it sort of be like this self-guided therapy session because <laughs> that's not what we're here for. <laughs> so anyways, the first thing I want to talk about is I was kind of debating on how I wanted to frame this conversation because there's a lot I could really include in this in this topic. But what I decided to lean into was recently, obviously, with my launch of the creative studio, I've begun working with more clients in a entrepreneurship way, like not just coaching you on your fears of entrepreneurship, but literally helping you build the brand and building your vision out and et cetera. And the question I, I think I've mentioned this in a different podcast, but I don't know which one exactly. The question I get hit with so, so much, whether it's, I guess, kind of a colleague relationship or even a friend or a stranger that messages me on Instagram and says, Hey, how did you even get started? 
Now, I've had her on the podcast before. I highly recommend you guys go listen back to the episode with Lauren Tukuafu on building a personal brand. That's mostly what I'm working with with entrepreneurs. It is a personal branding and, you know, venture that they're working on, meaning that you're taking your name and your name is your brand. So for me, obviously, that's Lauren LaRue and I have the L-A-R-U-E is the shortened version Um, I'm working with my friend Jess, who was also recently on the podcast, and her brand is just Jessica Emily Gallo. As you guys know, I talk about Haley all the time, and her brand is Haley Hoffman Smith. So, you know, a personal brand is taking your name as the brand, meaning you are the embodiment of your brand. If that's something you're thinking of starting, the question of how the hell do you get started is really answered back in my episode with Lauren because I didn't know either. And it was very serendipitous the way her and I got to work together because I wasn't in a position to pay a lot of money for, I guess, like a branding coach. And Lauren kind of fell into my lap and I into hers because we both wanted to start something new and we needed like, I needed guidance and she needed a guinea pig. So it worked out very perfectly. And her and I started working together and she helped me solidify like what my brand voice would be and what like who I was ideally marketing myself towards. And let me also preface this by saying this brand has not been around for two years yet, like me full time working the Lauren LaRue aspect. And I cannot even begin to express to you like how much my brand voice has changed and what the brand means and like ideally who we're trying to reach everything about what I worked with with Lauren has developed and evolved because I've developed and evolved so I want to stress that as a point to those looking to launch or are launching or have launched a personal brand is that the evolution of your brand is natural and should happen in fact I strongly encourage it to happen because If you're someone launching like a clothing brand and you have one strong foundational mission, like I recently bought a chapstick, it's called Bitch Sticks, and it's a chapstick brand that supports women who have been physically assaulted. And that's like one strong mission statement that that mission statement will never change. Like that's what this brand is all about. But when you're a personal brand and you're marketing basically your experience and your life lessons and your wisdom to people that should always be something that's evolving so as you evolve your brand will evolve and that's natural that's encouraged that should happen so something that you know I didn't really I guess realize when I got started was I didn't need to be so steadfast in my mission vision values the people I was trying to reach my brand voice you know everything in between that was just like kind of my laying out point to where I knew like this is how I need to round out my content and if you guys go back on the blog to like the very beginning you'll see it was so much more of a lifestyle blog like you know (laughs) I don't even know it was it was very surface level for me because I knew that that wasn't where I wanted my intention to lead but again being very honest I was terrified to really truly put myself out there and I'll get to that in a little bit with something that happened that was a really big catalyst for me to push myself and my business into an up level but anyways but if you go back and look at the beginning of the brand you'll see that publishing like even fashion content or you know these five productivity tips and while all of that is still good and great and definitely I'm sure helpful it's so so far off from what the brand publishes now and my brand voice and like who I'm trying to reach and 
what exactly the message is that I'm trying to get across in the overall like message of LaRue. So each, again, I'll stress each individualized piece of content has its own message and its own voice, but all of it culminates under one brand vision, mission, and value. Now that has not changed ever since I launched LaRue, ever since Lauren and I started working together. So that was three months before my launch. I knew I wanted my brand to be about intentional living. I have no idea where I got that from. I have no idea like what really inspired that. I just knew lifestyle wasn't enough. And lifestyle is a really big niche. You could put so much under that. And I guess technically I'm still under a lifestyle brand. But you know, when I was going through my own healing journey, the word intentionality or intentional just kept coming up and coming up and coming up. And literature I was reading, you know, the therapist I was working with, coaches I was working with. And I just knew like for me, the word intentional or intentionality meant so much more than just being sort of, I don't know, present in your life, I guess. I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say, but I hope that makes sense. So I got the the vision of intentionality in my head and that's really what I wanted to stick with. So that's the overall like kind of overarching mission of what I wanted but the underlying voice of the brand has changed so so much and evolved with me so all of that to say is that when I tell someone and talk to someone about getting started I also want to say and I have an episode coming up on this as well I have a topic of the week coming up on perfectionism but I have always been a really big perfectionist and in some ways I most certainly can admit that that has held me back and perfectionism I think can often be a cover or a facade for internal fears that we aren't willing to face you know so for me I would validate this idea of this needs to be perfect before I put it out there because I was scared of what people would think of me and I was scared how people would judge me or whatever it was I was publishing or putting out so A major piece of advice that I always give to anyone asking me this question, whether it's a client or a friend or, again, a stranger on the internet, my best advice is to say that you need to figure out exactly what it is your voice is and then just simply stay true to that voice. Fuck everybody else. No one gives a crap about the content you're publishing if it's not for them and you're not publishing content for the people it is not meant for. Figure out who your ideal audience is based on your ideal message and just focus on that. Because I spent so much time trying to fit myself and my brand into a mold that it had no business being molded into and it took time away from me, which leads me to one of the big catalysts for my brand and my career really. So I launched LaRue in October of 2020. Yes. And, you know, if things were all good and well, I thought, you know, it was like I said, I definitely happy to admit it was all very surface level. It it wasn't really the things I wanted to say, but I was too scared to say what I actually wanted to say. So then in February, um, I received and I've talked about this before. I received an email from someone I barely knew, really. Um, It was a friend of my former best friend. And she sent me a about eight paragraph long email tearing me to shreds. She 
was completely horrific in the way she approached it. And, you know, it was one of those things where it was entirely passive aggressive, basically a pretend of I'm trying to help you, but I'm just going to rip you apart. And it was just horrible. And it was the day after my brother's birthday, or I'm sorry, the day before my brother's birthday that I received this letter on my way to Orlando to celebrate my best friend's birthday. So I wasn't in a good place. And I'll be completely honest with you, this letter sent me into a total, total spiral. It sent me back weeks in like the healing work that I had done because so much of the work that I was doing was focused on healing this other friendship of the friendship of the person that she knew. Like I had met this woman maybe two or three times and we'd like spoken briefly, but she wasn't my friend. She was my best friend's friend. And she just sends me this email basically saying like, I'm stupid. I have no right speaking on these subjects. I'm so privileged. And it's just like, it's so dumb what I have to say. And it was really, really hard for me. I, I believe, I totally believed everything she was saying. And it took a lot for me to find the courage within myself to recognize that, you know, the common, very common piece of advice that we all say and receive that, That letter had nothing to do with me and was a perfect reflection of her and the other friend. And I just simply had to let it go. And that's what led me to my coaching with Haley. There was a lot that I wanted to work on with Haley, you know, a a lot definitely with my brother. But I saw Haley more as like a person that could help me guide my business. And at the time, I still didn't, I don't think, realize like how much my brother and his death had to do with my business which is why I then went on to work with Valerie. And as you guys know, she was just on the podcast and her and I worked mostly on my brother. And Haley and I mostly worked on the business. It's 11-11, by the way. Haley and I mostly worked on the business and clearing these blocks around this letter. And her and I literally broke down the letter sentence by sentence, tapping on these things that this woman said to me. I'm certainly fine about it now and I've done so much healing work around it and I can... You know, every time I think about these two women, I just send like love and light to them. And, you know, I hope they're doing great. And it's just not like they're not a part of my life and I'm not a part of their life. And it's just, you know, I've healed and it's it's great. But that moment in my life was a major catalyst for me to kind of I would put it in the frame of context really of fight or flight in my business. Like, was I going to give up? Was I going to let this one person tell me I'm an idiot and I have no right speaking on these things to just like be, okay, she's right. Let me just go find a nine to five. Or was I going to fight for my business? Was I going to fight to be better? Was I going to fight to do better? Because in some ways, you know, that letter really did do me a huge favor because it let me see, you know, where I really was showing up on the surface level and where I needed to show up as my authentic self. And I wasn't yet willing to do that and that letter made me realize you know okay if I am gonna fight for this business and fight for what I want I actually do have to show up authentically and honestly and that meant sharing you know the depths of my story with you guys which if you can tell it's May and I received this letter in February that is the time in my life where I in a matter of three months built my coaching program and my coaching suite I built out my entire course and launched a course and I launched this podcast and as you know in the very first episode I went down and dirty with you guys and shared my my story on how I got here and how I began to understand what it meant to live intentionally and why living intentionally meant so much to me and how I launched my brand and you know it's it's been a 
a big growth journey from there in the last year. Again, I can't even begin to express to you guys how much I've changed internally. I have never in my entire life felt more spiritually connected to myself and the higher power I believe in. Um, And just for a disclosure, that is the universe. I believe for me, the universe is my higher power and I trust in her guidance and her wisdom to guide me in everything that I do. And I'm always, I'm always trusting that I'm on the right path and everything is happening for me rather than to me. And as you can imagine, the for me aspect, you know, has taken a lot of, a lot, a lot of healing. Like I cannot begin to express this to you guys enough. It has taken so much healing and continual healing to believe that everything in my life, past, present, and future has happened and will happen for me and does not happen to me. I am not the victim of my life. I am the victor of my life and everything in my life deserves to be celebrated because it has taught me the lessons that have brought me to this very moment. If you're interested in learning more about how I got to that point, I encourage you to look into coaching. But anyways, moving on. So there were these catalysts for major up levels. Getting that letter was the first one and it pushed me to really just like reroute everything I was doing. I launched the course, launched the coaching suite and launched the podcast all by May. I launched it all within like a couple of weeks of each other. Then the next catalyst for my up level was visiting New York during my birthday. So I I met Haley for the first time in person and we had like this lovely conversation and day together. And then we had the first New York City meetup. And, you know, it was the first time I was in the city since I left. And the versions of myself that showed up to the city were so, so different. And I'm not going to go back into this because... There is a podcast on it. It was right before or right after I got back from New York. Um, So it would have been like the end of August of the podcast or beginning of September. You can go back and listen to more of like what that trip meant for me and how it changed, you know, me again. But that was a major catalyst for me to realize like, okay, it's time to get like really, really fucking serious about this because I need to make money so I can move my ass back to New York. Like I need to get out of Florida. It's time for me to leave. Like I... I came, I did what I came here to do. I healed, I growed, I literally healed my knee and I addressed all really like all of my demons and I became so much more honest and open with myself. And I had never had a point in my life where I had a better honest relationship with myself. Like I loved who I was and obviously still do. And that, that relationship has only grown since I've moved here because I've been able to realize so much of who I am. And that has all been because of this entrepreneurship journey. Now, those catalysts I, I wanted to mention and wanted to bring up because, and I, I brought these two up specifically because the letter, receiving the letter was a horrible catalyst, I would say. You know, at the moment it was traumatizing. And then on the opposite end of that spectrum was New York City, which was like this amazing, breathtaking moment in my life where I realized like, yes, this is in fact where I belong and it's time to get my ass back here. So I went home and I made a game plan and that leads me to the next thing. You can have catalytic moments in your life that are both severely traumatizing and severely amazing. You know, these traumatizing events for me have obviously been even long before I was thinking about becoming an entrepreneur. So my brother, 
my assault, you know, a lot of other things that happened in a year long period. And then after college and, you know, everything that happened in that August period that I talk about in the very beginning of the podcast, um, the first episode, you know, so there's a lot that can be a catalyst for great change in your life. And that, that notion does apply to your entrepreneurship journey as well. And that goes back to just me talking about these high highs and low lows. You know, you're going to show up and there are going to be days where it seems impossible. And, you know, you're going to ask the question more often than I'd like to admit, like, what the hell is the point of all of this? Why am I showing up? Who am I even showing up for? Are people even listening to what I have to say? Like, that question has come up to me more often than I'd care to admit. But at the end of the day, I am still showing up, whether it's for five people or five hundred thousand people I will always show up because I know that this is what I am destined for and this is what I am meant to do and that gives me so much comfort in knowing that when I do the two-year anniversary episode of this podcast a year from now I will be able to say the exact same things meaning I have grown so much and I can see that growth and the brand has gone grown so much and my clients have grown and everything about the brand has grown and knowing that I'll be able to show up a year from now and say these things and mean them even more and be so excited about them more because I'll I'll have achieved some of my big dreams just for me is enough to show up every day you know and sometimes I really 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 have to remind myself of it but it is enough for me and if that is enough for you then you have to know that you are on your right path and this is exactly what you're meant to be doing whatever your entrepreneurship venture is for you. This is what you're meant to do. And I don't think you would agree with that if you weren't listening to this podcast. Like you obviously know that if you're listening to this podcast, you're you're meant to do whatever it is you're thinking up in your head. So first and foremost, I want to stress, like obviously I think the point of this entire podcast thus far is that this journey is an uphill battle. It's not going to be easy and its I don't think it's meant to be easy because if you're an entrepreneur who is in, I guess, sort of a same you know context of what I do, whether it's spiritual or manifesting or life coaching or business coaching or whatever it is, the personal brand itself is supposed to represent your growth. And to grow, we have to know you know, both sides of these spectrums. We have to know sadness to know happiness. We have to know anger to know joy. Like, you know what I mean? So I think saying the entrepreneurship journey isn't easy is perfectly okay because it's not supposed to be. If it was easy and, you know, everything just kind of came to you, would you be growing? Like, do you guys understand what I'm getting at? Because you know, we, we do these things in EFT where we say like, it is allowed to be easy and it's allowed to be seamless. And all of this is allowed to come to me super, super easy and naturally. But at the same time, the component of free will will always exist. So we can make things as easy as possible for ourselves, but so many other people and so many other factors of life inform our journey of being easy. Definitely air quotes there. So even if we make it as easy as possible on ourselves, like that doesn't mean the entire world and everyone in it is working for us as well. And that's what allows for these periods of growth. So even if you too one day receive a like heinous comment on 
your Instagram post or a TikTok or someone sends you, you know, someone from your past, someone from high school sends you a horrible, nasty note or I don't know, something happens in your in your entrepreneurship journey that you think is going to totally set you back. My greatest advice to you, absolutely, and I, I know I say that all the time, but my greatest advice to you as an entrepreneur is to let the things that you think are going to tear you down be your catalyst for your next up level. Look at them objectively, heal them, deal with them. Let it be hard before it becomes easy. Get through that freaking tunnel stronger than hell and come out the other side as a better entrepreneur, as a better version of yourself. Because without growth, I think the timeline of success, which again, I've talked about so many times being objective, it would be this like circular motion. There would be no linear timeline or no forward arrow of success. You know, we wouldn't be aware that we're succeeding without growth. And that goes for everything we do, not just becoming an entrepreneur or being a successful entrepreneur. Without periods of growth, without periods of being stuck in the stuck or without periods of monumental success, we wouldn't know these in-between periods of, you know, wow, I actually am achieving something, (laughs) whether it's something really small or, you know, one of your top 10 manifestations that you've been working towards. So all of that being said, the entrepreneurship journey, there's a lot that has been involved as well as for me for catalysts and I've gotten questions about this it's not something I'm ready to completely open up to you guys yet because it is very personal and that is the money aspect of entrepreneurship I think this is different for everyone Um, and I honestly wasn't even going to touch on this but I had a really great conversation with my friend Brianna yesterday and I felt compelled I guess, to be transparent about this, um, just because I think if more people were transparent about this, it would have less of a stigma. But I very obviously had enormous help from my parents. Like, there was so much involved in getting this up and running, and I am very privileged and very lucky to come from a home where not only do my parents emotionally support me, but were able to financially support this dream to where I did not have to work a job or, you know, go back to a service industry job to make money to follow this dream. So, you know, there were also things that I couldn't do. Like if I were to have gotten a job, it would have had to be a desk job just because I couldn't have been able to stand on my knee for eight hours a day, you know, walking around a store or walking around a restaurant being a server or whatever, you know, so there were difficulties that added to mine as well. So when I approached this subject with my parents, we talked about me getting a full-time job and doing this on the side, but I knew that job would have been very unfulfilling and it would have given me a lot less motivation to actually pursue my dreams So I don't want to just dive into this because this isn't the point of this podcast, but I do want to say, I want to make this abundantly clear. If you are someone who comes from a home where your parents are able to financially support you and help you get to wherever it is you're going, I fully encourage you to take advantage of it without any guilt or without any judgment. 
if you are someone on the other end of that and your parents cannot financially support you or even worse, don't emotionally support you and you have to do this all on your own, you have an extra ounce of boldness and balls and I applaud every single one of you either way, no matter how you are getting to where you're going you're doing the damn thing. And that's really, really important because if you weren't, you'd sit here 50 years from now regretting the choices you made just because you felt awkward about A, taking help from your parents or B, having to do all the work on your own and thinking, I'm not gonna have the energy to do this, so why the fuck should I? However you are showing up to this journey, let me make this very, very clear. However you are showing up, that is okay. It's nobody's fucking business. Show up for yourself. Do the damn thing. Do whatever you want to do to show up and make this world better and just freaking do it. It's nobody's business. I've had help. Yes. However, I am where I am now only because of me. Only. I have worked my freaking ass off to get to where I am. I wake up every single day with the discipline of I need to work for me. I am showing up to my business for me. Everything else is a cherry on top. My parents have been so amazing in physically, emotionally, and financially supporting me, but I am standing on my own two feet now, whatever that means, and I am doing the damn thing only for me. And I have created my own success so much so just because of me. Everyone else who has supported me has been immeasurably helpful and I am so, so grateful to every single one of them, specifically my parents. But all of this has become what it is because of me. And that exact same iteration of that speech goes for you as well. You have done this because of you. Anyone else who has supported you, friends, family, parents, whoever, They have just been additional help. You could have done this with or without them. The journey would have been different. Let me express that very clearly. My journey would have been very different had my parents not been able to support me. However, because of my determination and my knowingness within that this is what I was meant for, I knew that I would have gotten here one day. Just might have taken a little bit longer and that is okay. So these leaps of faith that we take in ourselves, whether it's saying yes or even saying no, those things are okay and it is okay for you to show up however you need to show up with or without support so that you can become the entrepreneur and the version of self of yourself that you want to become the entrepreneurship journey is going to be so different for everyone how you get to wherever you want to go is going to be different and there are so many different avenues for you to get to where it is you know we've talked about quantum leaping before And, you know, we've talked about the fact that every decision we make leads to millions of paths that we can take to lead to another decision that leads to another decision. And there are so many different versions of our lives that unfold. However, each version leads to the same destiny. I do believe that. You cannot miss what you are destined for. And if you know within your deepest, highest version of yourself to exist, is the version of yourself that has successfully built whatever business you're looking to build, whatever personal brand you're looking to build, then you cannot miss that destiny. 
The journey to get there will be arduous. It will be amazing. It will be enlightening, beautiful, wonderful, and hard. However, you will get there just as I know I will. I have so many more incredibly big goals to achieve. And yes, I've achieved so much and I'm so proud of myself. But the journey does not stop here. And I'm so excited to see how we as a collective continue to grow. And our journeys and our paths will unfold so differently. But we can all relate to one another and it's okay to have these conversations. And it's okay to be supported and guided and held throughout all of this. So I I really hope that that is enlightening for you guys. And if you are beginning your entrepreneurship journey or you're in the midst of it, I just want to say I'm so proud of you because it takes a lot of courage to think up something and have the courage to bet on yourself, to have the knowing within that I can do this. How? I have no freaking clue. But guess what? It's not up to you to answer the how. If you are truly destined for something, the universe will answer the how for you simply up to you to show up and put in the work and believe in yourself that belief is an uphill battle as well like I said my high highs and low loads have stemmed mostly from this question of can I really do this and I'll say that 99% of the time I do and that tiny little 1% of the time where I think I can't do this I am immediately pulled out by the support and love I feel from the universe and from my friends and my parents and even my clients. So that is what I've got for you guys today. I want to say thank you again so much for those of you who have been showing up from the very beginning. One year of you guys listening to me once a week. (laughs) I'm so honored and it just means so much to me to have each of you showing up here. This audience has grown so much and Every single one of you means so much to me because the fact that you entrust in me, my wisdom is just amazing. And I am so honored to show up for you guys and I will continue showing up for you guys. And I cannot wait to see what I have to say a year from now about this continual journey. And I'm always here for you guys. If you have personal questions about your entrepreneurship journey, you know how to reach out to me via Instagram or the contact page on the website. I always love talking to you guys, even in a discovery call. You know how to reach me. Call me, beat me, if you want to reach me. <laughs> oh, okay, if you don't know that, it's uh, impossible. But anyways, I love you all. You all mean the world to me. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.